Welcome to episode three of the Divorce Resource Guy podcast. Today we're going to talk about phases of the divorce process. Let's do it. Welcome to the Divorce Resource Guy podcast with Jason Lavoie, aka the Divorce Resource Guy, a former divorce attorney turned divorce coach, talking about all things divorce, including the good, bad, and the ugly from an attorney's point of view. Remember, you're not alone. And now, your host, Jason Lavoy. All right. Hey, guys. How are you doing today? Now, this show is going to be a solo show for me. Uh, we're going to go over some information about the divorce process. And I think it's important, um, even though it's kind of simple, a lot of people aren't aware of how this thing works from beginning to end. And once you kind of know the whole process and you can kind of see the end game, that kind of helps you gauge where you are, what you need to do, how long you have before you get to the next stage, that sort of thing. So I just want to spend some time, go over this today. Hopefully it'll be valuable for you. And if you are not clear on how the divorce process works, then this episode is perfect for you. All right, so let's get started. Let's first talk about the different phases of the divorce. Now, it all starts, and I'm going to kind of back up here a little bit. It all starts with the marriage, the relationship. At some point, it's going to break down, right? Something is leading you to get divorced. So that's called the pre-divorce phase. You know, call it whatever you want. I call it the pre-divorce phase. Now, once you decide or once your spouse decides that they want a divorce or you want a divorce, okay, we can talk about whether that's a good decision or not and do you need to go do couples therapy and all that stuff. Frankly, that's going to be for other episodes. We can dive into that information and we will. But for purposes of this episode, if somebody wants a divorce, whether it's you or your spouse, it's going to happen. Uh, you have to kind of come to grips with that. And so you have to deal with it. Now, when you know that the divorce is going to happen, you want to start preparing for that as soon as possible. And you don't want to wait because once the complaint is filed, uh, and the complaint is a formal document you file with the court, once that's filed, you're on the court's radar and, and you have time, deadlines you're going to have to meet, hearings you have to go to, you might have to take off from work uh, for this kind of stuff, and the court's probably going to push you through the process because the court, from their perspective, wants to get you divorced as soon as possible. But before that, before you are on the court's radar, you can start preparing on your own. And I definitely encourage you to start doing that. Uh, and I go into that in a lot of detail, um, especially in my video courses in Divorce You. But for this episode, we'll talk about some of that now. So preparation. What do you want to do? You want to get the documents. You want to get bank statements. You want tax returns. You want credit card statements. See what access you have to all these accounts. Preferably three years worth but I'm not telling you you have to print, print all the stuff out, three years worth of bank statements and credit card statements out now. At least see if you have access to it. Um, at least maybe think about printing out a year's worth and then put it in a folder. You want to be organized. Organization is key for your divorce, whether you have an attorney or not. Because if you have an attorney and you're organized, your attorney's going to love you, number one, and you're going to save money, number two. I'll tell you a quick story. I had a client, probably my best client ever, a woman. She came in. Uh, it was her first meeting with me after retaining uh, our firm for her divorce. 
And I was going to come in, meet with her and kind of go over what I needed from her, what I needed her to do, kind of set her expectations, uh, have her ask any questions of me. She came in with this three-wing binder tabbed and organized perfectly. She had it tabbed with her, all her documents, bank statements, tax returns, credit card statements, um, anything else that she thought I would need she had for me already and it was all put together already in this binder and I loved her for that why because it saved me time and now I would have done it you know I've had clients who just kind of come in with a, a stack of papers and dump it on my desk and say okay here you go and I'll go through it and I'll put it together myself but of course I'm going to bill for that because it's taking my time to do that so the client who came in with the binder already prepared loved her saved her the money because I didn't have to spend the time to put it together. It was already done for me. And that's what I'm talking about. Organization will help you too, even if you don't have an attorney, because you're going to have to find documents on occasion and you don't want to you know, have to fumble around and start looking for them only to realize you don't have them when you need them. You want them at the time. So all that you can start now. And that's part of the preparation phase of the divorce. Okay. Also, even though the divorce hasn't formally begun yet, I want you to start thinking about life after divorce. At some point, no matter how bad your divorce is, it will be over. Okay, at some point it's going to end and your post your post-divorce life is going to start. What is that going to look like? Start thinking about that now because that will help guide you later on during the process as far as negotiations, you know, what is important to you, what you should fight in fight over. So do that. Okay. Now, the first formal part of the divorce process is when you file the complaint, like I said before. Once you file that complaint for divorce, you're on the court's radar. What a lot of people don't realize is filing the complaint could actually be the last thing you do in your divorce. In other words, in a perfect world, you and your spouse are amicable enough where you can communicate with each other and kind of figure things out uh, amongst yourselves, even if you have attorneys. And if you have two good attorneys who work well together, the attorneys can work well before you file that complaint for divorce. You could have everything negotiated. You could have the whole divorce resolved and draft up a settle, a final settlement agreement. And then the last thing you do is you file a complaint for divorce with the court. They schedule a hearing. You go in. 20 minutes later, you're divorced. That's the best case scenario, okay, is that you file the complaint as the last step. But... Once you file that complaint, you are on the court's radar and the process officially begins. So the clock, the clock starts ticking at that point. And like I said, you're going to have to go to hearings, case management conferences. Um, people are going to start filing motions if it's a contested divorce. And you don't want that. You, you want to do as much preparation work before you file the complaint. Okay. Once the complaint's filed, the second stage of the divorce process would be... Um, the biggest stage, the discovery phase. You probably heard that term before, discovery. Uh, that's just a legal term. What it really means is just exchange of information, okay? So all the information that you tried to get in that preparation phase, you want to get in the discovery phase if you didn't have it before. So again, tax returns, bank statements, credit card statements. If you, for example, didn't have access to your spouse's credit card because it was in his name or her name only, then during the discovery phase, that's when all this information should be exchanged, okay? Both sides have to do it. So uh, you have to give all your information to your spouse also, 
And the idea is at the end of discovery, everything is out. Every, everything is out of the table, right? So you want to see, you have all the numbers in place. You know what that marital pie, so to speak, looks like. Imagine a pie. During the discovery phase, you're trying to get that pie put together. So when discovery is over, you're in a position to now negotiate and figure out, okay, who gets what? And that's how the divorce gets negotiated and hopefully settled. But you got to know all the information ahead of time. Otherwise, how are you going to know what to divide, right? You have to know what consists of that pie. So that's discovery. Discovery is also the time of the divorce process where you can file motions with the court. Now, a motion, if you don't know, is just simply a request for relief that you're making by the court. So if you file the motion, you're asking the court to do something, whether it's give you something or make your spouse do something, what could be financial uh, related, it could be uh, parenting time or custody related. A motion is simply you asking the court to do something. And the result of that is the court will issue an order uh, memorializing whatever it is the court decides somebody should do. So just because you file a motion doesn't mean the court's going to grant it, but the court may grant it or it may deny it or it may do part of what you want and not part of what you want. So that's called motion practice. That's done during the divorce, uh, the discovery process. It's also, discovery is also the longest part of the divorce process. It could take months, um, sometimes longer, depending on what needs to be done. For example, if you need uh, custody evaluations, those can take, you know, months or sometimes even a year uh, to complete. Forensic accounting evaluations, if a spouse owns a business, for example, and you need to figure out, you know, exactly how much this business is making because you don't believe what your spouse is saying and you you know you want objective evidence uh, to give to the court to prove the income, that can take a while. So depending on what you need to do during the uh, discovery phase will determine how long it lasts. But it usually lasts uh, you know a few months, sometimes a lot longer. Okay. The next stage of the or the next phase of the divorce process, It's going to be the negotiation phase. Like I said, once discovery is over and you have that marital pie on the table, now you have to figure out how to slice it up, right? Who's going to get what? Now, negotiation can take some time. Most courts in most states uh, encourage or sometimes mandate that the parties attend mediation as part of the negotiation phase. Uh, For those who don't know, and I'll do separate episodes on mediation and different Uh, alternative dispute uh, resolution strategies for your divorce. But mediation is when a mediator who's a a third person, uh, a neutral person, somebody who doesn't take sides, who doesn't have any skin in the game, uh, will help you and your spouse, and the attorneys can be involved, help you negotiate and try to settle and resolve all your issues. So at the end of the mediation, they will draft up a, uh, you know, a, an agreement, in principle, and then the attorneys or uh, the mediator sometimes will do it, will we'll draft up a final settlement agreement, which then you present to court, and that is, uh, you know, the final terms of your divorce, and that's what you get divorced with. So, some courts mandate that the parties try to go to mediation in good faith. Sometimes that works, sometimes that doesn't. Mediation is a process that is great, but only if both parties are sincere about it and, and really want it to work. It takes two. That's part of the negotiation phase. 
Otherwise, the attorneys oftentimes work themselves. Uh, if you have two good attorneys, and again, that's crucial, having two good attorneys who are on the same page, work amongst themselves and you guys to try to resolve all your issues. Once that's done, the same thing that would happen at the end of the mediation. You would draft up a final settlement agreement, and then you could go to court and get divorced. Now, negotiation can take time. It can take a few sessions. Uh, you know, it doesn't always happen uh, the first time. And uh, you have to really, you know, negotiation in and of itself, I do trainings on that separately. Uh, there's a lot that goes into negotiating. There's a right way to do it. There's a wrong way to do it. Um, and there's an effective way to do it. So that is the phase of divorce though that happens after the discovery is completed because you can't negotiate when you don't have all the information, right? So if the negotiation fails, and most of the time it doesn't, uh, sometimes the court will bring you in to spend a day in court. Sometimes in New Jersey, they call them intensive, intensive settlement conferences. And you literally go into court and the attorneys and the judge try to work together to try to resolve all the uh, differences. Most of the time that works, uh, especially when the judge gets involved. But if it doesn't, then the last phase of the divorce process is going to trial and you're gonna have a divorce trial. Now, most of the time that doesn't mean uh, you're gonna have a jury like you would have in other civil cases. That divorce judge who you have is going to be the judge who's presiding over the trial. And that judge is gonna be the person making the decisions. Uh, and kind of creating your post-divorce life for you if you can't agree with your spouse on how to do it yourselves. So that'll include everything that that marital pie is made up of, finances, alimony. It's also going to include custody, parenting time, and all that stuff too, which in you know my humble opinion, you really don't want a stranger, in this case a judge, deciding that type of stuff for you, right? I mean, your kids are your family. I understand that you and your spouse may not get along, but just because you didn't get along in the marriage or you have you know, some sort of animosity towards each other during the divorce, you got to think about the children. You got to think about being parents and what your children want from each of you. And do you really want a, a divorce judge making those decisions for you? Okay, think about that while you're in the divorce process if you are having trouble agreeing. Because I guarantee you, whatever the judge decides you're not going to be happy with it. Your spouse isn't going to be happy with it. So you have the power and you have the control before that time to determine what your post-divorce life is going to be. Uh, and you never want to leave it up to a judge if you don't have to. A divorce trial can also take a lot of time. All right. It's not like uh, uh, other civil trials or criminal trials where they're held in consecutive days and you know, because there's a jury involved. And so if it's a four-day trial, let's say, and you start on a Monday, it's going to be over by Thursday or Friday. Most of the time, that's not how it works in divorce land. Because the divorce courts are so busy, judges don't have time to devote, you know, three, four days in a row for a trial, for your trial. So it's not uncommon to have your trial, let's say, start, uh, let's just say January 5th is the first day of your trial, your next, your second day of trial could be two months later. I mean, it really could. It could be longer. And if you have a four or five day trial, it could take six months for that trial to be completed. Okay. Just because of the court's calendar. So think about that too. A divorce trial is not fun. Uh, it's, if you have an attorney, it's going to be extremely expensive. And 
If you don't have an attorney, it's going to be extremely overwhelming and stressful for you. So when you're negotiating, think about what happens if you don't settle your divorce. You're going to go through a divorce trial. And is that really something that's worth it? Whatever whatever it is you're fighting over, is it worth going through another six months uh, of hell and expense going through a trial? Okay. That is, the trial is the last stop on the divorce train. That's what I usually call it. Uh, then the court will issue a judgment of divorce, and that's it. It is what it is. Uh, if you are not happy with that judge's decision, you could always file an appeal. But again, now you're talking about additional time and expense. Appeals take a long time to figure out uh, and to get heard. And the odds of you succeeding on a, an appeal in divorce court, uh, it's a high burden that you have to meet. So it's not it's not likely un- unless the court made uh, a really egregious uh, decision. So keep that in mind too. You're going to have to live with what that judge said. And then if there are divorce issues after the divorce is over and you get the judgment of divorce, uh, you can file motions and engage in motion practice, and that's time and expense and just one big headache. So all in all, those are the phases of the divorce process, okay, from beginning to end, kind of really simplified. I'll be doing other, sh- other shows where I break it down into more detail, but let me know what you think. Tell me if you thought this episode was helpful or not, and do me a favor. Subscribe to the show on iTunes. Rate it, review it, help spread the word. I really appreciate it. In the meantime, I only ask one thing of you. Be strong, act confident, and stay positive. I'll see you next time. Bye.